I'm a 15-year-old female. The story actually happened to my mother just a few days ago. To give you some background, my family and I live in a nice neighborhood. There's a few running paths around, as well as trails. My grandparents live in another neighborhood that connects to ours through a roundabout. This becomes important later. One afternoon, my grandmother invited me over to her house to help with some baking. Since my mother had said she was going to go running, I grabbed my dog who's a pit bull mix. So understandably, we couldn't leave him alone and I had her drop us off. A day later, my grandmother and I were talking. She asked me if my mother had told me what happened to her while she was running. I told her that she's never said anything to me. My grandmother explained while my mother was out running the other day, a truck had started to pull up behind her. She motioned for them to pass her, but they didn't, and then continued to drive slowly behind her. As she approached a roundabout, the truck drove down a dead-end street. Halfway through the street, the truck stopped and then parked, watching her run by. As you can tell by now, my mother was creeped the fuck out. After she passed the roundabout, she started jogging home. As she turned into our neighborhood, the truck sped off. The story may not be that scary, but for my family, it was incredibly scary, as my mother could have easily been kidnapped. I really hope that this never happens to anyone else. I just have one thing to say about what happened. To whoever followed my mother that day, stay the fuck away from her. And to everyone else, please be safe. I'm a 21-year-old female, and I'm currently attending college in South Carolina. Football is a huge part of student life at my school, so studying abroad during the fall was a big no-no. So I decided the perfect time to study abroad was the spring semester. I had studied in Florence, Italy from the beginning of February to the end of May of 2023. The story happened to me just a few months ago while I was traveling solo during one of my last weekends abroad. I didn't have the best relationship with my abroad roommates, but that's another story. So I decided I would try my hand at solo traveling. I knew solo traveling, especially as a young and objectively attractive female, could be dangerous. But having listened to so many of these stories and generally having an awareness of my surroundings, I believed I would be smart and that nothing would happen to me. I had heard of a nice aquarium located in Genoa, Italy, so I decided that's where I would go solo. I honestly didn't do that much research into the city. I had been through briefly on a flix bus from nice France back to Florence a few weeks prior, and I thought it looked really nice. We also had finals coming up, so the idea of a chill weekend going to an aquarium was very appealing. The train up from Florence had been super nice. We went through Cinque Terre, which are these beautiful coastal towns in the north of Italy. When I arrived in Genoa, I actually got off at the wrong station and I had to walk an hour through the city with my heavy backpack to get to my hostel. For the sake of people keeping aware, and if y'all want to visualize the setting of my story, I had actually stayed at Estello Bello Genova, which was a very nice hostel, and sadly where my story takes place. As I walked through the city, I realized that it wasn't as quaint as I had imagined, and was very much a commercial port city, with huge container ships for importing and exporting. Not all areas of the city felt sketchy, though. 
It was Friday, and I had planned on going to the aquarium the next morning, so when I arrived at the hostel, I wasn't quite sure what to do with myself. There was a common area with a bar past the check, and desk downstairs. I had a paper due on Monday, so I decided that I would go work on it in the common area. Saying online that people sometimes find other solo travelers to hang out with in hostels, I was open to and hoping to meet some new people. When I got to the common area, I awkwardly stood by the bar trying to decide if I wanted to find an open table to find another solo person to sit with. As I was scanning the room, a man sitting at the table right in front of me then says to me, Are you okay? but said it in an accent I couldn't quite place. Having lived in Italy for a few months and traveled to six-plus countries since moving abroad, I had heard many accents, just not his. He was older than me, probably mid-thirties, with a tight black t-shirt that showed his muscles and visible tattoos, and slicked back black hair. Definitely not unattractive. He was sitting with an older man who was probably in his mid-sixties, who also didn't look bad for his age. The pair sat, taking up a four-person table. I was kind of caught off guard because I wasn't sure how I must have looked for him to ask me that out of the blue. So I just said, yes. And then he said, you can sit with us if you want. Again with an accent. I don't really know what possessed me, but I said sure. I then sat down at their table next to the younger man and I opened my laptop to begin working on my paper. I instantly regretted sitting with them and I was honestly annoyed with myself for not just saying no thanks, with me sitting at the table with both men staring at me. The younger one began asking me questions like, how old are you? I didn't really see the harm in this question though, because I didn't see how that information could really matter. So I said I was 21, and the man then laughed and said, oh, I'm 18, which was obviously a lie, but I just replied back with, cool which made him go even lower, then saying, actually I'm 14, and then busted out laughing and then staring at the older man. I'm not really quite sure why he thought that was so funny. He then asked me if I spoke French, which I told him no, which then prompted him to start saying thanks to the older man, who at this point had only stared at me without saying anything in words that I couldn't understand. I tried to just stare at my computer, kicking myself that I've been so stupid for allowing myself to interact with these men. I knew better than that, and the vibe I got from these men gave me the worst gut feeling. I just knew something was off about them, so as soon as I sat down with them, I had already begun to look for a way to escape my situation, but without it being awkward and uncomfortable. I really hate uncomfortable situations. I've always been someone who struggles to stand up for themselves in situations that might end awkwardly. I guess you could say I'm a people pleaser. So when that young man started to tell me about a cool party that they were having later at his friend's apartment, gesturing to the older man and that it was just five minutes away, I said, yeah, maybe, sounds cool. But in my mind, I was screaming. I had heard these stories before, seen these in movies, and I knew what this was. Obviously, I wasn't going to actually go to this quote-unquote party. But for the sake of not making things uncomfortable until I can move away from them, I acted like I was open to the idea. Really what I was thinking was, why the fuck would you be in a hostel if you had an apartment that you say is five minutes away? The younger man then proceeded to pull out his phone 
and then show me pictures to further entice me to go to this party. The photos looked like crappy Craigslist pictures. All the lights in this apartment he was showing me pictures of were red, and he pointed out a bong on a coffee table, then sang, and we have weed as well, as if that would further convince me to go. I was still freaking out on the inside, keeping my composure, and then acting concentrated on my paper that I'd pulled up on my computer. They then started to talk about food. After about a minute of what I assumed was back and forth, the young man turned to me again, and he told me they were leaving to go get food. He then asked me if they could get me anything. I just declined though, then saying, Oh, I'm okay. Thanks though. He was persistent, asking again, Are you sure? Yeah, I already ate, I said. Then he repeated with a ton of questions, like, Oh, you ate earlier? Are you full? Yeah, yeah, I'm full, I told him. Finally, he accepted defeat, looking slightly disappointed, and he and the older man then stood up to leave. Before they walked away, the younger man then said, We'll be right back. Hold our table. Don't go anywhere. The older man stood behind him, just staring at me. I couldn't read his expression, and he still never once said anything to me. I nodded my head, silently agreeing that I would still be here, and then they turned and walked towards the entrance. As soon as I was sure that they were gone, I grabbed my computer and got up. I was very thankful that they had left and that I was now finally free from that conversation, but my heart was still racing. I still had to work on my paper, and unless I was sitting on my hostel bed, which was a triple-decker bunk bed, and of course I had the top bunk, there was nowhere else I could sit and do my paper. Luckily for me, the common room with the bar had an adjoining room which had doors leading to more tables and where the breakfast was set up. Because of this, there were sections of wall in which you couldn't see into the other room. And with my computer, I went to this other room, and fortunately there was a table placed against this wall where I could sit without being seen from the common room. I sat here reflecting on the conversation. I couldn't believe I had gotten myself into that on the one weekend that I decided to travel alone, and I still had two nights left in the hostel. I sat at this table for probably about an hour, just staring at my blank paper still shaken up. I decided to peek into the other room, and then thought, shit. Sitting back at the original table was the two men, back from wherever they had been. I had sat back forward hoping they hadn't seen me, and then praying they wouldn't confront me for moving tables if they had. Across the room in this adjoining room, which if any of y'all are reading or having trouble visualizing, just look up the hostel name, and you'll see that they have pictures you can follow. But there was a girl probably about three or four years older than me sitting alone, so I decided to be bold. I got up and I walked over to her table, now aware that I could be seen from the common room. I set my laptop on the table and said, Hey, would you mind washing this for me for a minute? I left my laptop with her, and I then went to the bar and grabbed a free drink with the voucher the front desk had given me upon my arrival. I knew that they could see me, but I didn't glint in their direction. I went straight back to the girl and instead of moving again, I sat down and opened my computer at her table. I actually did get to talking to her, and she was pretty cool. I can't remember her name, 
but she was a graduate student from Germany doing solo travel during her time off. I hung out with her a while. Honestly, I got nothing done with my paper, but I eventually decided that I needed to go to sleep so I could actually wake up early to go to the aquarium. A few times I glanced into the other room, and the men had been talking to another girl alone. But as I walked through the common room to get into the elevators, which were by the front desk, she was no longer with them. I kept my head straight to not make eye contact. I could tell they were staring though. My body could feel it. The hairs on the back of my neck then stood up. I breathed a sigh of relief when I made it to the elevators. As I had stepped onto the elevator, the girl who had been the men's next victim walked into the elevator as well. I tried to make conversation with her, hoping that I could potentially warn her that those guys were the worst of news and that I've never had a worse gut feeling. But unfortunately, she didn't speak English, so I gave up. The next day, however, I didn't see the men in the morning, and I was able to have a lovely morning at the aquarium, but I still kept my eyes peeled and focused on my surroundings just in case. I decided to head back to the hostel around lunch just to grab a snack. They had free fruit in the adjoining breakfast room, and I wanted an apple. As I walked towards the hostel, I was then horrified to see that the men were back and they were occupying a table located outside the front of the hostel. I decided this time I wouldn't entertain any conversation with them. I had to pass by to enter the hostel, and as I did, the younger man then called out, but I ignored it, then made a beeline straight to the back of the hostel to grab my apple. In the adjoining room, I stood leaning against the table with the fruit. While I quickly ate my apple and was hopeful that the way I was standing, I wouldn't be able to be seen from the common room. I couldn't believe that they were back. It terrified me. Before I could even finish my apple, a figure walked into the adjoining room. It was the older man, the man who had not spoken one word to me. He then stopped in his tracks when he saw me, took me in for one second, and then turned and walked back into the common room. By the way he walked in, I could tell that he was indeed checking to see if I was still in there. My heart raced. I threw my apple away, and I braved myself to walk through the common room and to the elevator shaft to go upstairs. As I walked back though, both men were now sitting at the bar, and they had made a glance towards me as I walked into the room. I kept my head high and straight, again ignoring them. As soon as I made it to the elevator, I texted my sister. I didn't want to text my mom because I didn't want to freak her out. I texted my sister the night before, then saying, Look, I really fucked up. I accidentally talked to scary men. Don't worry, I left them because they left to get food, and they told me to stay, but I didn't. They were going to give me food too, but I told them no. It's really giving me taken vibes, but this time, I decided to text her again then saying, The scary men are back lurking around the hostel. I'm gonna be cautious. I don't think anything will happen, but just to have it on record, Ostello Bella Genova, Saturday. They were the guys sitting on security camera at the bar around 1pm. They then moved from outside. This is what they looked like. The younger man had black hair and possibly a black shirt. The older man had graying hair and a grayish shirt. I don't want to scare you by sending this, but it's just in case. The fact that I had seen them again 
and that I still had one more night in the hostel really scared me, but I had spent good money to be there. So after about an hour hiding out in my room, I decided to go back out to get lunch and go to Zara. I was cautious. I immediately looked towards the bar and out the front of the table situated in front of the hostel to see if they were still there, but they were gone. The rest of my day I didn't see them, and to my knowledge, no one followed me. That night in the hostel, I decided to brave the common room yet again. I had seen a group of girls my age, and I was hoping I could chat with them. However, sadly I never saw them, but I did end up talking to this 28-year-old Canadian guy. He was really cool, and we still follow each other on Instagram now. I saw the younger man one last time that night, and he sat at the bar talking to two girls. The older man, however, was nowhere in sight. Me and the man made eye contact once, but since I was with the Canadian guy, I could tell I was finally a lost cause in his mind. The next morning, I took the earliest train back to Florence, and I never saw those men again. Although this story may not be the most scariest or the most eventful story ever told on this platform, it still chills me to think about. I am never one to get gut feelings, but that day, I really knew something was wrong, and I truly believed those men wanted to take me. Stay safe out there, y'all. And if you're someone like me, scared of confrontation and uncomfortable situations, just know that if you don't stand up for yourself, it can lead to worse situations. To my fellow solo travel girls, always be on guard and stay safe. This story always gives me the chills whenever I think about it. It was Halloween. My group of friends and I, which included Jack, Luke, and Chris, were going trick-or-treating. We were going around the whole neighborhood and we went pretty far away from our own houses. And we ended up finding this one house that looked a little bit creepy. It kind of looked abandoned, but we knocked on the door anyways. Well, an old creepy man then stepped out. We said trick-or-treat, and the guy then said that he didn't have any candy on his person. But if we come inside, he's got a lot of candy in the house. Now, my friends and I were around 11 to 12 years old at the time. So we decided to not go inside his house, and we told him no thanks, then moved on. Shortly after we started walking, we had then heard an engine start. We didn't really think too much of it though, and we just kept on walking. And then one of my friends, Jack, had looked back. He saw that this white van started to drive towards us. It was really weird, but we didn't want to think too much of it. Until the white van slowed down right next to us, and when we looked at the windows, they were all tinted. Well, the windows started rolling down, and it was the same guy from the house from earlier. He was looking at us, and he said that he had a bunch of candy back at his house, and he was once again trying to persuade us to go into his house. He then started saying things like, Come on, you guys are really missing out. Come on, get in my van and I'll take you to my house. Yeah, like hell we were going to do that. We weren't going to be stupid like that, so we said no thank you. Luke then squinted his eyes, and he started to look a bit more into the windows. That's when we all saw that there was another person in the passenger seat, and the guy kept persisting for us to get in the van. Luke had started getting a little too close to the van, and well, what happened next absolutely terrified all of us. 
The guy grabbed his arm and actually started trying to pull Luke into the van. Luke then immediately started screaming until the guy finally let go and drove away. As you can all imagine, we wrapped up trick-or-treating after that. I really wish I could say that's the end of the story, but it isn't. So the next day, we had actually foolishly decided to go back to the guy's house. But when we went back to the guy's house, the van wasn't in the driveway, and the door to the house was actually wide open. Like the stupid kids we were, we went inside the house to explore a bit. It was a two-story house. We explored the downstairs first, and the house looked really abandoned. There was a ton of garbage all over the floor, as well as a foul odor. We managed to make it through the first floor, and we didn't really find anything. Then we went to the second floor, and we didn't really find anything there either. It was honestly kind of boring, until we then heard an engine pull into the driveway. We saw that there was a window that looked out into the front of the house, and we had peered through said window, and we saw that the white van had returned, and it was in the driveway. I then told my friends to go hide, and we did, all while hearing the footsteps coming into the house. The guy entered the house, and then started screaming. I know you guys are in here! We all freaked the hell out, and I foolishly ran out of one of the rooms that I was in, and then into the hallway. The guy was standing there at the end of the hallway, and I then said, Look, we really didn't mean to trespass. We were just really curious about this house. Things just seemed really strange. The guy then looked at me and started charging at me, then actually grabbing me by my neck. I managed to scream for help before he started trying to strangle me. Right at the perfect moment, my friends came out of their hiding spot, and they then started trying to drag me downstairs and out the front door. He started dragging me towards his van. That was when my friends managed to get outside and started screaming. They all started screaming for help for him to let go of me. The guy finally let go and then jumped into his van and drove away. We ended up finding out that that house was actually abandoned and no one actually lived there. So the psychotic guy was basically using it to lure children, I guess. So yeah, we never did see him again after this experience. We also didn't tell our parents because we were just really afraid that we were all going to get in trouble for trespassing. And from what we know, since we never did see or hear from him again, he was never caught. Look everyone, especially kids out there when trick-or-treating, please be careful. And don't do what we did and trespass into some random house that you have no idea what's going on there. Just don't do it. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always...